Ladies, gentlemen, I don't enjoy starting this podcast out on such a sad note, and I don't want to sound dramatic or even exaggerate at all, but the absolute single worst thing in the history of mankind and the entire universe as we know it has happened. A listener has brought it to my attention. I can barely say the words. The Contempo Cafe at Disney's Contemporary Resort is no longer selling peanut butter pies. Currently, it is replaced by some kind of pumpkin spice cake nonsense. Please respect my privacy in this manner. Allow me to grieve at my own pace so that I may one day put the pieces of my life back together and move on. Okay. All right, we can move on now. Welcome to That Park Life Podcast with one of your co-hosts, Greg, and of course I'm joined by Beth, Beth. and wow, you really just dropped a bomb on us. Oh you? my god, guys. <sighs> I'm still drying my still drying my eyes. And listen, it may sound a little different this morning because we're recording on a different day. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. It's Halloween, everybody. Hey, happy Halloween. Um, it's in the morning and it's pouring down rain here. Greg says he has his morning voice on, so he may sound a little bit more manly this morning. I'm a little deeper today. I'm really glad that this is a uh, listening thing and not a visual thing, because <laughs> <laughs> looking real rough this morning. Doug and I are trying to get prepared to head out of town, because we're coming down there yeah. in a couple days. We have um, some stops to make before then, but we'll be down there on Sunday, and I'm really excited. Yeah, we're recording this a few days early because when the, the our normal recording time is Sunday nights to be released on Monday morning. By the way, sometimes I release it Sunday night if I'm feeling generous. Ooh. I'm feeling whimsical. But anyway. Saucy. Yeah. Um, but on that night, on Sunday, November the 2nd, which will be now yesterday, uh, we'll be at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, and incidentally. We'll be together. We'll all be together. So keep an eye on our Instagram at that Park Life Podcast if you want to see what we're up to. We'll be joined by some friends as well, some people that you may have heard on this show. So keep your eyes peeled and ear. Can you keep your ears friends? peeled for things? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I do have a question because yeah. we have a little, little bit of a different episode today. We are going to be going through what we're calling Disney Potpourri, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. And I wanted to know what your thought process was on coming up with that title for this for that segment. Well, I realized that I have some memories and some stories of things that like, I always want to go tell, but mm-hmm. in order to do it, I have to take whatever we're talking about and make it about me, and I don't want to steer it that way. So I thought like, man, I have a couple of like good things that have happened to me over my time that I could think of visiting the parks that like don't really fit in anywhere. They're kind of right. like random like- things. Like potpourri in the bathroom. Exactly, yes. So basically, <laughs> That's what well, I think of when you said potpourri. I'm like, potpourri like, makes your bathroom smell yes. better so that like when you poop that it doesn't stink in there. <laughs> yeah, so the main objective in today's episode is to completely cover your poop smell. That's, that's awesome. the, the idea behind I mean, it. I mean, I am known to like bring some negativity about Disney out because things do make me upset sometimes. <laughs> 
So I think this will be a good good turn of events here. Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm excited to go to Memory Lane a little bit because these I'm pretty sure I haven't told these stories anywhere. Okay. Um, one I think I have, so I'm gonna have to refer us all to a previous episode because I can't remember if yeah. I talked about it or not. Um, but it turns out when I was like, okay, like I was making a list of things I want to talk about. When I jotted things down, it turned out I have three different escalator related stories. How is that wow, possible? There's not a ton of escalators, too, no, at Disney. There isn't. But somehow, mean, like, you have them all. <laughs> I have a bunch. Um, before we hop into our uh, into story time here on that Park Life podcast, yeah. um, one quick note that I want to mention, which is kind of off topic from this, but just, just a, a helpful hint for people who are planning trips, because I know that we enjoy our magic bands, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you may know that you can go onto the Disney website and do the build a band thing where you are, uh, you know, at mm-hmm. whatever number of days out. Mm-hmm before you have to you know, finalize your magic band choice before they ship it to you. And then they started that right. thing where you can upgrade and pay yes. uh, for, up, for magic bands. And I have um, noticed that the inventory for available magic bands yeah. changes w- within the day, like hour to hour. Oh. So really? sometimes, okay, this is when I'm at work, but don't tell anybody. Sometimes okay. I'll hop okay. on the Disney site, you know, the, the regular thing. Yeah. And uh, choose my magic band, and I'll go to the page, and there'll be 16 magic bands to choose from, or 23, or 24, and then back down to 17 or 18. Weird. So constantly check it. So this is one of those things where you're like, okay, Greg, how much time am I supposed to put into this? Well, if you care about it, you'll do it. But um, it really does change. And sometimes there are bands that are there, and then I'll, I'll refresh it five minutes later, and it's gone. So Yeah, that's get interesting to know because our last trip, we did that. We did the upgrade, mm-hmm. and Doug really wanted to get me the Nightmare Before Christmas one, and then okay. he got the Haunted Mansion one. And I feel like he went a couple times and it just wasn't available. Yeah. So we were like, oh, bummer. So we ended up both getting Haunted Mansion ones, which is fine because I love it. But, yes. Um, but that's good to know. Yeah. I mean, there was a figment one on there that was only other the one session I was on there. It wasn't back right immediately after nor after yeah. that. And that's been about a week. Here was the weird thing, though. We were – okay, this is also what happened, if I recall. He was able to, like, add it to our cart. But then when we, like, went – to check out it was like this item is no longer mm-hmm. available yep so that's when you're like what yes it's kind of a bummer but it's very frustrating because i was doing it to keep okay. out keep my eye on one particular magic band which i now no longer need because i got a newer version of it which i posted on my i'm showing right, it to you right. like people can see what i'm talking about it's the <laughs> one. anyway um sort of something to keep in mind you might want to check out that and just refresh it a bunch of times um i'm still collecting responses or submissions for the magic mashup because we're kind of recording this early i don't want to pick a winner so soon yeah Um, so we're going to announce a winner on next episode um i have to tell you that of the submissions so far only one person has got it correct Ooh. so um, good to know if you we haven't even listened to it we'll probably we might listen to it in the car on our drive if we can't figure out what it Uh, is so if you would like to participate in this and make sure it's not just one person you can go back to our last Mm. episode episode 39 Listen for the magic mashup. That's where we play the four songs all at the same time just to drive you crazy. And you can visit that parklifepodcast.com to enter. And then we're also doing um, a costume contest. So we'll have the winners also for our next episode for that as well. Just because we're already recording this one. So we don't know them yet because today is Halloween. Halloween. I'll be (laughs) reposting some of the uh, submissions that we got too. So some people can see what the competition is like. Yes. Um, Because I I don't know if you saw, but I got a couple of we got a couple of good ones coming into the gram. Um, Yeah, it's funny because it because it is raining here. So it's been talk like all week mm -hmm. when everybody's doing Halloween. So it's funny to me that like we, you know, now live in a time where we get to choose when we do Halloween. Yeah. They're like, well, it's raining, (laughs) so we might do it tomorrow. But like supposedly the news is saying that it's going to be clear now. But there's a lot of places that have already moved like their 
trunk or treats inside. But our neighborhood HOA, which I mentioned about how crazy our HOA page is, um, has been like kind of talking a lot about like, well, who's doing it when? Some people are like, I'm still doing it Thursday, like suck it up. <laughs> and then some people are like, well, I have friends that are coming and we're going to do it Friday. I'm like, Doug and I are not going to be here. So <laughs> you're not participating in this. Well, I'm kind of glad because we're usually not here on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, like we go to a friend's house, but I'm like, if they were going to do it Friday night too, we we would have to go get candy. Yes. <laughs> we don't ever get candy because we're never here. So. No. And uh, our apartment complex last year, no one came by for Halloween. So I'm anticip- Which you would think apartments is like, like the cream of the crop yeah, because everybody's so close together. Yeah. Yeah. You can pretty much just stand in the middle, like knock on all the doors at once and stand in the middle and like have people come to you. I mean... <laughs> Yes, although basically. we'll be putting a note on our door that says don't bother us today. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Um, just just, just let Reba answer the door. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say it's one of us dressed up in a doll costume. That's right. Do you guys ever dress up, Reba? No. If we're up to Nicole, I'm No, sure we don't would. ever. I know. That's, well, Doug's like, we're not dressing the dogs up. I'm like, I just really want to put them in a costume. We <laughs> did get the, um, when we first got Winnie Thanksgiving of last year, we put, we were at Disney. Because mm-hmm. we like went to Disney it's a whole long story about how we got Winnie, but they ended up having, Whoa, what was that sound? Oh, you're hearing the landscaping people? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're, they're blowing the leaves around on a I Thursday. I was like, I'm sorry, are you interrupting my story? No, usually um, it's Tuesday they're here, but today it's, it's Thursday. Yeah. No, we got the female Haunted Mansion harnesses okay. that the Disney Tales or whatever does. Uh-huh. And we thought for sure like a medium, because they're both medium-sized dogs, but you basically need a larger and extra large if you have a medium-sized dog. And they don't make them in large gotcha. or extra large. So we ended up having to take them back. We were so bummed because oh, we were no. like super excited. We were going to wrap them up for Christmas. And like that was going to be the last gift we opened for them. It was going to be really cute, but whatever. We're so bummed. It's like everything at Disney. Well, it's weird because like human Disney clothes runs, I thought, large. Not so much Probably. small. But I guess for dogs, they're small. Yeah, they're tiny. Ugh. And I'm like, why don't y'all ever make the larger ones for them? Like why this one y'all don't make the larger ones for? I don't know. It's weird. Do they respond to you? You're just you're just so, out like, in the street yelling, "Why?" <laughs> I know. Well, I um because I had to call to get them returned because we were home oh, and they were right, like, yeah. "Well, they don't really they don't really have large available." We've never seen them since then in the park. So. Oh no. Well, even though it's Halloween and we're not going to really be talking too much about Halloween because by the time again by the time this releases, it'll be after. It'll be, technically, when this releases, it's Christmas time because right? Sunday the third was the first. Like how I'm talking in past tense, even though it's the future. That's podcasting, yeah. guys. Podcasting right. magic. Um, will be the first lighting of the castle by Elsa. So it's like yeah. Christmas season's here, basically. Yeah, I just want to throw out my Merry Christmas to everyone then. Let's yeah. just go ahead and throw that Let's in there. Let's just get it out. Happy holidays. Happy um, holidays. But before we get into the holidays, I want to talk about some days past. So I thought mm. I thought we could take a little stroll here down memory lane and talk about some stuff that's happened to us in our in our Disney trips because it is a land of magic and some of these things are magical and some of them are not. Um, but mm-hmm. I still I still think they're great. Um, and I wasn't joking, guys. I wasn't joking when I said I had multiple escalator stories. Because yeah, I'm like I think we should probably start because you got a lot of escalator stories. I got a lot of escalator stories. So um, have I ever explained to you my mom's idea of a lifetime pass and how people could get it? Okay, no, but I can't wait to hear this. Okay, so my mom has this theory that if she witnesses something traumatic, that in order (laughs) for her to come back to Disney, Disney's going to have to offer her a lifetime pass. So just to be clear, she doesn't want anything bad to happen to her. She wants it to happen (laughs) to someone else, but she has to be there to witness it. 
She just wants to witness she just wants it. She wants to witness it because she's going to be traumatized and never want to come back and Disney's been ruined and blah, 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 blah. So, and I can never really tell <laughs> if she's kidding, but we grew up on that concept. So, like, we would, mm. like, wait for someone to trip and fall and, like, blood everywhere. I'm like, boom, lifetime <laughs> pass. Finally got it. This is before we lifetime. had, like, cell phone cameras and stuff where we could have even documented it. But now it's, like, even better. We could probably get lifetime pass plus now at this point. Your mom like, just walks around the park with her phone camera just on, filming, like, waiting yeah. for something and to happen. Meanwhile, she's going to be, she's going to trip if she continues to do that. And someone's yeah. going to get a lifetime pass on her. That would be the ultimate moment for her is if she happens to try to get something she trips and falls and gets hurt and yeah. someone else gets a pass so yep um as a joke nicole and i are like quote-unquote waiting to see something that would end in what we would consider a lifetime pass or a mm. reason for it so a couple of years ago we were at the contemporary uh walking up to the monorail so we're on the fourth floor the same level as the contempo cafe that i can't even say so <laughs> um we were, we were waiting to go we were waiting to go up to the monorail and uh you know, there's an there's escalator up to that level where you the platform for the loading area for the monorail. And yeah. as we're about to approach the bottom of the escalator to go up, we hear a mom screaming bloody murder. Like, stop the escalator, stop the escalator, stop it. Oh my god, my kid. We're like, what what? So we're like and at this point we're not We're thinking, on this escalator, yes. what? <laughs> well we're at the, we had it was just before we got on it. We couldn't actually mm. see all the way up it because the way like that wall yeah. is, it's kind of a narrow escalator and it's surrounded by walls, it's not open air. So uh, we're like, what? Oh, my God. So someone stops the – must have pressed the emergency button because the escalator stopped. And the mom is screaming about our child's hand or something. That was something is stuck. My child – my kid is stuck. My kid is stuck. Stop the escalator. So we're like – Nicole and I are, like, now putting our, ha- our hands through our hair. And we're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So we're, like, we're, like, looking around. Nicole runs over and tells the first cast member she sees, which happens to be, um, like, that guy sitting at the table trying to sell you on a tour to come visit – the DVC preview center. I don't know if you know yeah. what I'm talking about right outside of like Chef Mickey in the outer <laughs> rim area. Um, and he was unfortunately very slow to react or even care, which is not a reflection on all of those yeah. cast members. It's just, it was weird. So we're like, Oh my God. So then I think, I think someone eventually told security. Cause I saw like two security people run up and we get closer to the thing. And we're finally able to like get a clearer picture of what's going on. And we're like, Oh my God, like this is going to be terrible because I'm, by the way, I'm very squeamish with like, Blood, blood and stuff yeah unless it's fake if it's in movies it's different even i went to halloween horror nights from that park that other park that exists over here that we don't talk about like that's all fine because yeah. it's all fake you know i don't mind that right. but when it's real it's like i can't handle it yeah can't handle it um and we get closer to it and the woman was preemptively screaming nothing had actually happened to her kid oh my she gosh, just was nervous because he had tripped or something and he th- and she thought he was going to get stuck so Nicole and I were so mad because oh we thought we gosh. were so close to a lifetime To getting pass. your lifetime pass. We were so mad. I was like, I would, I was expecting to see, I was going to be angry if I didn't see bloody stumps for fingers or something. Because the way this lady was screaming, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with caring about your kid, but she definitely way overreacted to this. Yeah. So the yeah. whole rest of the day, we were like trying to see if we can find them. And we're like, we hope that, we hope they trip. <laughs> we were I wishing have a similar. Injury. That reminds me actually of a similar story. I have, um, I have a friend and they kind of had a similar situation with Mm -hmm. the mother-in-law. Like there was blood. So my friend, like they went for a family vacation. They were at the Grand Floridian. I don't, I think they were like, I don't know if they were at a restaurant. I can't remember where they were, but basically their, their son tripped in like the corner, like he hit his head on something. And so like, you know, his forehead was bleeding, but my friend was like, okay, like he's a kid. These things happen. I picked him up. We took him outside because like he was starting to cry Yeah, yeah. and it was, it was a little traumatizing, but 
she was like her mother-in-law just like over the top was like a doctor a doctor (laughs) my my grandson my grandson and so she's like y'all you just have no idea and so we were like i was like stop it she's like oh yeah it was like one of those this was so traumatic i want a lifetime pass type situation the worst thing And And, and my friend who is the mom was like i we just took him outside and like he was upset but he was fine and so you know just the drama of it all. But there, that's what it just la- makes me laugh because I'm like, some people are just like that. But Well, then I think, like, what happens if that – and I'm not wish, I'm not really wishing anything bad on the kid's yeah. mom. But, like, just at the time, we were like, what? We expected to see half an arm in, like, the – Right, the like, you, ex- you expected to see blood. I expected to see – Like, yeah, let's be real. <laughs> something that would cause I guess a reaction like from that. the reaction, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we were so disappointed. And and I don't really want kids to get hurt or anything, but it's just like, no. man, like what? What is she like in everyday life? That was the part that I was thinking. Like, I probably would not... like that, which is, you know, that's how it is. Yeah, I thank God. Um, I have a I have a an alternate, maybe more uplifting escalator story. I don't want. I feel like I don't want to end the escalator <laughs> story. Me wishing injury on yeah. children and and moms. So uh, on another night, I can't remember if this is the night where Nicole and I were like drinking and had a, and had just like a, a crazy experience sitting up by the pool. At the contemporary, this happens to be another contemporary escalator story. Um, by the way, all I just remember realizing now, all three of my escalator stories are at the contemporary. Are at the contemporary. Yeah. Well, that's like where the biggest escalator is, isn't it? it? I mean, maybe I don't. I'm not really. Other than Disney Springs, I feel like I'm not really on escalators that much, except for in the contemporary. Your face. You spend a lot of time over there, so I because, do because of said pie that's no longer available. Uh, but moving on, moving on. <laughs> um, that would have been a really good time to play the Cody Grown. Um, yes. <laughs> so I could. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just wonder if we have a new listener. Like, what is that? Oh, speaking of Cody of the of the Disney Kremlins, I do have yeah. the Kremlins. I do have the interview that uh, we did. I did with Chase after his proposal, which is coming up later in the episode. By the way, I just don't want to forget about it. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, I was with Nicole going up the escalator from the main lobby. Now we were going up. Well, eventually we were going up wherever, but at this particular time we were just on the escalator from the main floor up to the second floor. And uh, Nicole and I are like minding our business, yapping around, and all of a sudden, someone runs in between us and stands in front of us, and now is now laying on the handrails, like elbows on one side of the handrail and legs yeah. up on the other. And that person was Peter Pan, like real oh. Disney. I'm going to say Peter Pan, not yeah. a guest dressed up as Peter Pan. Correct. And Nicole, by the way, Peter Pan is one of Nicole's most favorite, like probably top three, if wow. not top two characters. Top one. Um, and she just looks at him like, what? And I don't know. I don't know how. No, conver- I was here. Yeah, and I don't really remember our conversation. But he looked at us and he said something like, "You know, how's it going?" or whatever. And we're like, yeah. I'm like, "Good, Pete. How's it going?" <laughs> and of course, Nicole. Do you even know what this is that you're on? <laughs> yes, um, some type of magical lift. Some contraption. Uh, yeah, and that now an escalator ride isn't very long, but in that moment it felt like forever in a good forever. way. Like, oh my god, it's Peter Pan! And like, you know, you're in Disney World, but you don't expect to see a character in a resort necessarily. Just hop mm-hmm. on the escalator and Nicole was like so tongue-tied and didn't really say anything and she was just so happy probably that nothing <laughs> came out of her mouth. Um, so something to know, if you ever wind up uh, at the Contemporary at night, you may see Peter Pan run back to his room because Peter Pan does a, I think he still does it, hopefully he still does, but at the time he would hop on a boat and they would do like a tour around or something. It was a, it was a special event or an experience or something and he has to eventually gotcha. come back in. And you would see Captain Hook every now and then too, but we just happened to be there at the exact moment he was on the escalator and he just rode it, like laying on yeah. the handrails going up. 
and you can tell that. his his character attendant was like not on board with it because she was scrambling to like he or she I forget was scrambling to like catch back up to Peter Pan because he had run through the lobby up the, onto the escalator and then she's you saw her like running in the distance to try to catch up to him. Yeah, so that kind of reminds. Me. Yeah, our um, like kind of just Peter Pan related. I was thinking about stories. I was like, what are some stories? So I'm like trying to rack my brain of like things that I just remember. Um, and it like took me back to a time when they still had the paper fast passes. Yes. And I just remember, and I think it was just Doug and I, that trip, maybe not, maybe Amanda was with us, but I was just like one time we were walking by and like these people turned around and they were like, um, Hey, do you guys just want these fast passes? Like we just have some extra ones. You guys want them? And we were like, heck yeah. Cause you know, Peter Pan's always like yeah. hours. Oh yeah. Needs. And I just remember that because, and then it made me think of, I mean, wouldn't it be really nice to do that now? Like, I mean, I guess we kind of do it digitally, but it's just like in that moment, they just turned around like, Hey, we don't need these right now. We have extra ones. You guys want them? And we're like, yes, yes. we do. <laughs> like that's kind of the downfall, I guess, of doing everything digitally. Cause as soon as you, I mean, it's, it's a plus and plus and minus because like when we're trying to book new fast passes, like, yeah. you know, your Doug will sit there and keep refreshing and refreshing. Yeah. And it's basically like in that second, somebody's released theirs and yes. you're picking them up. Yeah. But, it, you know, just the camaraderie of like, hey, these are extra. You can have these. I don't know. It was just like a sweet moment for us where we were like, oh, that's I know what nice. you mean. Like, I mean, if you're sitting on the app and refreshing, it's almost like you're waiting for the system to allow you to get a yeah. fast pass. Whereas if a person yeah. turns around, it's like a magical moment kind of thing. Like, hey, the yeah. universe is looking out for me kind of thing. But yeah, a little bit extra magic because – like when we're in line, that's what he's doing. Like we get in lines, it's like, okay, what's our next fast pass? Like that's pretty much what Doug's doing when we're yeah. in the line. is like trying to get our next fast pass. And I think that's how people do it on the, I think I mentioned this before on the Facebook groups, how people are like, hey, I have two fast passes for like this time, or I have a dining reservation for this time. Who wants it? And I guess it's just, they just like release it at that time. And, and then the other refresh. person pick it up. Yeah. Yep. All right. Walk us down to Beth memory lane. Um, One of my favorite things was, I think it was an, it was nighttime. We had just gotten off of the jungle cruise. Um, this is kind of like cast member magic. And this is what I love about when you just find a really great cast member. Mm -hmm. So we got off the jungle cruise. We were kind of walking up the steps and there's like not a lot of people in that little courtyard area. And I hear this cast member and she's like, Oh my God, it's Cinderella. <laughs> and so we thought, Oh, like here comes Cinderella. Like she was just kind of making a thing. No, it was this little girl decked out. Like she maybe had been to the Bippity Boppity boutique and was like dressed as Cinderella. And she's walking up with her parents, like, just kind of, she's feeling great. Yeah. You can tell. She gets down on her knees and she's like, I have been waiting my whole life to meet you. Like, just totally acting as if she is Cinderella. Yeah. And Doug and I just stood there and watched. We were like, that is like the cutest thing that we've ever seen. Um, and I can't remember. I, I was like, I feel like we went back and we were trying to get the girl's name because she was, um, she was our skipper oh, on our boat too. Okay. And she was so good. And you know, when you find a good skipper, yes. you're like, okay, you like want to get that skipper again. Um, but it was just like one of those, ex you know, another little like touch of extra magic where yes. you're like, that just made that girl's life. Like she legit was like, oh my God. I mean, she probably had to be maybe four. She was probably maybe four, four or five. So it was just one of those sweet moments that I remembered and was like, that's what those little extra like touches of magic. And when you find a good cast member, like, you know, you love it. Yeah, that's pretty much why we go right is, is for moments like that um mm -hmm. you know that girl was floating on air for the oh rest of gosh, the day yeah. for sure it was just really funny because it was so loud like everybody that was around that courtyard turned around and we were like what is happening and then it was like oh my god it's because it's this little girl <laughs> um i've seen sweet. 
I've seen cast members go an even extra mile and they'll whip out their autograph book and have the child or person oh, sign their autograph. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> which I bet is stinking they adorable must, too. Yes, they're they like, must love it. Especially when they're like, I don't even know how to write yet. Okay, whatever. Now, the other side of that is, um, so Doug and I have this thing that we dub the Disney meltdown. So okay. like, we'll just see some kid having a meltdown. So Doug goes, Disney meltdown. And um, it was like one of the first times, and it was another girl who was, she had gone to the Bippity Boppity Boutique, you know, they're decked out. They have those dresses on, which I'm like, I don't know how they make it through the day in those dresses because it's hot out and it's like that polyester or whatever the material yeah. is. They have to be sweating. Um, and her mom was like walking with her and she was just having a complete meltdown. And like, we all, you know, we caught eyes and she was like, I can't remember what she said to me, but we were just like, these are the times when you just have to like accept that the the meltdown is coming. But it's also really funny to see a kid who's dressed like that and decked out like that, like just having a complete meltdown because you're like, that's life, man. That's just life right there. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you just feel real good one minute and then the next minute you're just having a full on meltdown. Yes. Well, I mean, you're out there in the heat sometimes, you're waiting, yeah, you're going like, long hours. Yeah. And she was like, this is her third costume change. <laughs> so I'm like, well is gonna be so tired oh my gosh i i normally limit myself to two costume changes two costume changes yeah yes. for sure that's why I well and the glitter i always like laugh at the i'm always looking at the dads because i'm like you know that glitter is just gonna be everywhere and it ain't going away anytime yes. soon um by the way you reminded me of a time when i was on toy story mania and i wasn't able to get a fast pass for rock and this was back when i could do rock and roller coaster it yeah. just it's too much for me now get a little queeze and it was like, well, I think it was our last day at the park on this particular trip. This is again before we moved here. So this is like a real vacation. And I wasn't like bummed or anything. I was like, oh, I wanted to go on it. And I, uh, Nicole and I were getting off of the ride of Toy Story Mania at the time, Midway Mania. And I looked mm -hmm. down and there's a paper fast pass and it's just one and it's for Rock and Roller Coaster. And it was for a time when we were going to be still in the park. We were all like, what? Oh, my God. And I was able to go on it. You think a cast member just like dropped it on the on the ground and was like, "Let's see who picks it up." Yeah, well, no, I mean, it looked like because I don't know if you remember back in the day, like if a cast member were to issue a fast pass for something because like the machine went wrong, like it always looked a little bit different. Yeah. Whereas if you yeah. did it with your pass, it would look a little more formal, kind of. So this was someone who right. meant to get it, and I feel bad that maybe they weren't able to go on it, but you can't turn that in. No one's gonna know, right? There's no loss yeah. and found for fast passes. So I obviously was very happy. But um, while we're talking about Toy Story Mania, um, I. And thinking about stories I wanted to make sure I tell is this one. And uh, this is a, let's call this a no judgment zone. <laughs> because I need I that. Like it, has to, it has to be at this point, right? <laughs> yes, I need that to be the case. So if you think about it, on like any given day, how many people are in the parks at one time? It's like 20, right. 30, 40, 50,000 or more, if, if you, right. uh, depending on the park and the day and obviously, but like just a lot of people. So mm -hmm. sometimes you could be in the park with people you know and you can't find them. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Like yeah. I've, been, I've been intentionally in the same park as other people other than like trying to text and be like, okay, we're meeting up here. But like if you know they're in the park and you don't see them, right? Yeah. What, what we find though is that if you have conversations with people on the bus, mm -hmm. you're going to see those people all day. All day. <laughs> that, I, that is how it is for us. We'll yes. be like, oh, yeah, we, we saw these people on the bus. We talked to them maybe a couple times or we've seen them a couple times yes. because they're staying at our resort. And it's like we see them. The entire the whole day. trip. I've done yeah. that where like I was in the morning, like if you're there, walk, like waiting to get in and there's a line and they're in front of you or at security or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And you see like you notice their backpack and stuff. And then they, boom, I see that backpack the entire day. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, there's our people. Yeah. We're, we're our friends. Like, there's our people. Like there are people. We're yeah. like, they don't know. We so don't know them. on this particular night, I wasn't aware 
Um, oh no, no, I was I was aware that I had some extended family in town okay. that we don't necessarily communicate with, right? Okay. It doesn't matter why. Who cares? Um, yeah. And no one no one knows who they are. So if you're out there, if you know me at all, and you're trying to guess, it does. It's not who you think it is. So, um, <laughs> and uh, we noticed that they were in the park because we were online at Toy Story Mania. And now, if you've ever gone on Toy Story Mania since they've added the third track. So like after you either if you're on the standby or fast pass, you kind of come to that point where they tell you where to go, either to go like up towards the stairs, you know, yeah, right after yeah. you grab your glasses, basically. But now if you're there and they tell you to like hook a right, that's the third track. So the hallways and queue line there are much more narrow because like, you know, it wasn't necessarily built originally to allow for a lot of space and queue line. Yeah. And stuff. So that queue is not very long or wide and it's obvious who are who's in the room with you and i didn't yeah. know they were there until we were there so nicole and i were just it's just by ourselves and we look and they're like two to three families online ahead of us okay and we're like, oh shoot so like now i have my back to them so basically i'm walking the you're line trying, you're trying to avoid them yeah oh yeah i don't want to talk to these people oh, okay. and i know they don't necessarily recognize nicole as easily as they would me i'm pretty this might have been before we even got married i'm pretty sure this this was if not it was right around then um <laughs> So I'm now walking backwards, like in like movies where like, like looking around and like trying not to be conspicuous, even though whistling is. So yeah. now I'm walking backwards in the line so they can't, they can't see. They're not going to recognize my bald spot, right? We're not on that level. So um, I'm walking back, I'm walking backwards and stuff so they can't see me. And by the way, it's very awkward to walk backwards in a line because you're going to bump the person. Yeah. So like I'm doing a quick like over the shoulder look to see if I'm going to hit and the person the behind people me. behind you are like, why are you looking at Why are they at doing me? it? And at this point, like I don't care, right? I don't care about those people. So then um, Nicole sees that they've gotten placed in like the rows and like the loading area of the ride. So now they're like kind of far away enough. Let's say mm -hmm. they're in row 10 and like nine and 10 and we're kind of closer to one and two. If that okay. makes any sense, you know, because you're loading yeah. up on the things. It's like, okay, perfect. So like crisis averted, mission accomplished. There was a banner and confetti. We're on the ride. Like, you know, we sit down, lower the belts, lower the bars. We're like, get our guns ready. And like Nicole and I are pretty competitive on this ride. So we're like looking yeah. at each other like, oh, yeah. you're going down. On yeah. our first spin in the ride, we find out they're on the opposite side of the car. And then we come in like we approach each other, basically. Like we are two ships passing in the night, except it's not night and it's daytime. Yeah, there's a lot of lights. Yes. So I immediately toss my hand over my face, which is so like one <laughs> conspicuous and dramatic. So now you put your sunglasses on? Well, yeah, I put the 3D glasses on because I mean, that does kind of conceal you in a way, right? Like it does yeah. kind of put you in you a little bit. You don't see them. Yes, like because they can't tell where my eyes are. I, it's a little right. bit of an incognito mode thing with the glasses on. So now I'm trying to sit there and think, okay, how many times do we rotate in this ride? And at what point am I going to have to hide my face? And uh, so now like every time – so, you know, you, you do like a big rotate to get the ride started and then you do your first game. And like you go through that hallway and then to get to the next hallway, you do the big rotation again. And you'll, you'll always see the people that are in the other car that you're attached with and they spin too. Yeah. So every single time I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, okay, 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 we're good, we're good, we're good. And then one more time, oh my god, here we go, here we go, here we go. And we're like, we're talking to ourselves and putting our that thing where like you put your hand over like one eye yeah. and like kind of yeah. duck your head down. And it and was people the, are like, who are you trying to avoid? Yes, and I'm sure the other people who we weren't trying to avoid were like, are they okay? Like, people think, are weird. Is this guy a celebrity? Do we even know? <laughs> Did we, should we know who this guy is? And then obviously when you leave, since you're all in the same, so yep. like on the Toy Story Mania, it's the two sets of four and they're connected. So it's like. Yeah. That, like, however many people that can't do math right now, eight people so uh you all then leave at the same time too because you, you just disembark what is this a ship you get off the ride at the same time and uh yeah. we just kind of like took our time waited 
the cast members like got off the rod. Yeah, um, like, and we like took, we're like slowly getting off the rent until we can see that they were ahead of us. And then we kept them moving about our day. And uh, what are the chances, man? I mean, how many? How many? Because yeah. that exact ride at that exact time, the same loading area, the same third track situation. It was meant to be. It was meant to <laughs> aggravate me. Oh my god. <clears throat> anyway, hey, if anyone else avoids people in Disney, you let me know. I don't think yeah. I'm alone. I'm sure it has. I mean, to I, I definitely like sometimes you know when you see people in public, you're like avoid them. But yeah, I guess I've never had to avoid people at Disney. Now I will, I, there has been times where, where I've seen people that I know, like they don't necessarily know me, but I know who they are. Is it because of through Instagram? Like, no, just like, it's like through friends of friends. Like, oh, gotcha. oh, I know them because they were married to a friend of mine, like somebody that I know or like, and so it's, I know people that know them, but they don't necessarily know me. So I have, I have run into that a couple of times where I've seen people and I'm like, what are the odds of yeah. seeing like you've never seen these people before, yes. but they're like from your hometown, but yeah. you see them at Disney. It's nuts. Yeah. And I told Doug, I was like, remember I told you the story about blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, that's who that is. Yeah. You have to catch <laughs> them like, up real quick. Yeah, like, you don't know who I am, but yeah. like, it's just super random. So I have, it is funny that you're, it's just like a small world when you, you're running into people at Disney. You could have like, gone to any park. Right. Well, you're like, we're in Florida. Like yes. these are people, you know, from it's South not like Carolina. Went to the local mall. And at that exactly. time, I, I didn't even live near them because at this time we had we were no longer living on Long Island. We were living in Connecticut. So, like, I really shouldn't be running into these people anyway. Yeah. And we travel yeah. all the way down to Disney. They're there at the exact same time. Um, one, of my, one of the things that I'm excited about is in February when we go with Doug's family, we are doing the uh, Hoop Dee Doo Review. Yes. I have not done since I was since I was little, but one of my favorite memories from being younger when we went was we were at the center table. Mm-hmm. And I just remember that feeling when they come out into the crowd and they like do, they did a bit around that center table. Yes. And I just remember being like, we got the best table. Mm-hmm. Like what are the odds that we got the best table? And I don't remember probably, I don't remember anything about the show except for that. <laughs> but I just remember that feeling in that moment of like, oh, we were so lucky that we ended up getting this table. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we can get that table again when we go. How many were in your party? Um, back then I, don't know it was maybe we probably i can't remember if it was like just my immediate family or if like we had aunts and cousins with okay. us but but when we go with his family we have a party of 10 okay so because they're right. um i'm not i'm no like hoop do expert but just in the past yeah, yeah. i've gone happen to have gone twice in the past year or so and uh the large i've noticed they they keep like a larger table right not like in directly front row but like maybe one row back from front row um yeah. and often the uh the actors it's easy for them to interact with those people because i mean they're right there so generally if, if it's the time of the night where like you're shouting out stuff they'll probably hear you so just be so you're in a good right. spot i think if you've got yeah. 10 people i think you'll be well, it's, good is it table 64 or table 67 do you remember i i think it's it ends in a four so it must be 64 64 um because i was talking to the lady when i was making the reservation and she's like if you go like a little bit early and you can like on that day once you're checked in and everything, then you can, um, you like, can go and, it. yeah, talk to the hostess there and request that you guys get that table. So I was like, that's what we need to do. Yes, although that table 64 is a four-person table. Oh, okay. Sure. Well, because it's the only one that's, like, diamond-shaped. I know that they're all square, but it's the only one that's rotated because okay. they do a circle dance around. And we didn't know – we happened to get it the last time – well, the yeah. first time we went. Well, you just crushed my dreams. Thanks. Well, no, Moving but, on. That's, but what I'm saying is so, but yeah, I mean, you're not going to get them necessarily. I mean, they may have changed it since you went, but um, the location of the big tables, you're right. I mean, you're right there. Yeah. It's a yeah, great yeah. location. I'm excited. Either way, I'm it excited. Should be. Um, so 
in thinking of some things to talk about, and I'm glad you talked about your experience as a, were you like a kid at the Hoop to Do, or were you like a teen? I was, I mean, probably middle school. Okay. So younger than middle school age, Greg went to Whispering Canyon Cafe. I'm sorry, Whispering. Whispering. Whispering Canyon Cafe. And this was a long time ago. I mean, I was, I don't know. I don't think I was older than maybe six or seven, okay. maybe. So we're okay. talking like 1992-ish, basically. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere, like somewhere around there. So this was a different time, 20-something mm -hmm. years ago. Oh, my God, am I that old? So, yeah, like 25-ish yeah, years ago. Um, and, well, for one, so this is, you know, you may have heard about Whispering Canyon Cafe. Like the uh, servers there have, they, they play a certain role or a certain character. They display certain characteristics. For a while there, they were, quote, toned down because they it's may have been. basically like the Disney version of Dick's. Kind of, except, well, I, yes, um, the restaurant where they're rude to you. They yeah, act like a bunch yeah. of Ds. Yeah. Um, but I would never really describe them as mean. They just have a little bit of like an edge to them, like a little a little yeah. rougher around the edges. But obviously, they're always going to be nice to you because it's a Disney cast member. But right. like they're a little sarcastic, you know, like treating like you're out in the Wild West kind of thing. Fine. But back then, these I guess they were allowed to do whatever they wanted because we had a server. By the way, his name was Rick. O'Shea, as in ricochet, like the sound of bullet, yeah. right? And um, ricochet allowed us to actually, he provided us with very small water guns. That oh. I mean, this was at like a table of I don't know. It was like uh, back when I grew up, we had it was us and then our neighbors to each side of us. So all three families were there eating this okay. thing. So I think okay. we had two tables: all the adults and all the yeah. kids, which was I'm sure a nightmare for the whole restaurant to have a, a table full of like eight or nine kids or something. Oh, and again, yeah. I was six, and I I was kind of the youngest. I think actually, I think I was the youngest in that group of people at the time. Um, but our server, I think we had two servers, but one of the two servers gave us water guns. And the rules were we were able to use the whole restaurant as our area to like run okay. around, but we just yeah. had to make sure we we're only squirting each other because the point of this was not to disrupt the experience of other right. guests. Uh, and obviously, we're kids, <laughs> right. not not exactly abiding by the rules, so. Yeah. Um, we we were shooting each other with the water gun and stuff, and then we were kind of getting some of the servers, and they were like, "Oh God, whose idea was this?" So then one of us had the genius idea, and it wasn't me, but I did participate in this to stand outside the door from the kitchen because we knew that all the servers have to come in and out of that door. So it was like easy pickings to get every single server that came in and out, and they weren't necessarily expecting a child pointed right. having a water, a water gun. gun pointed at them. So they were like, "What?" Um, later in that in that trip. Um, I, so do you, do you know the deal about catch up now? Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't think I've told the story on this podcast. So if I have, I apologize, but I still think about it to this day. So you let me know if you've heard the story before. Okay. Um, now if you asked for catch up is different from what happened when I, as a child asked for catch up at the Whispering Canyon Cafe. Now, by the way, just a little quick backstory. I love catch up. It's been this running joke for my whole life. My whole family thinks I'm obsessed with, am I saying it funny? Cat. Ketchup. Ketchup I instead say, of ketchup. Say, yeah, I say ketchup. Cats up with a C. I'm, so, not, I'm not from the north, so. No. Um, so I like, I put ketchup, ketchup on yeah. like my turkey at Thanksgiving and it drives everyone crazy, especially yeah. the year they came out with you put it on your. Do you put it on your pizza? No. Okay. I haven't tried it, but I have no need to, but. Um, I haven't tried it. <laughs> I haven't, hmm. Purple ketchup, was that your jam? Yeah, well, because so like you know, it drove them crazy that I put ketchup on my turkey anyway. But then the year that they had purple and or green ketchup, it was green, like yeah. 
I, I it's as if I punched someone's baby. Like everyone was just the papers were flying. People couldn't handle it. So um, it was madness. But anyway, at uh, Whispering Canyon Cafe, I asked for ketchup on my whatever I was eating. Who cares? So at this point in time, the server asked me to stand up and go one step further and stand on my chair. Oh, gosh. And then he called the attention of the whole restaurant and directed their attention to me. I'm going to say, I don't I don't remember if this was the same trip. Now I think about it, if it was that. No, it was a different Whispering Canyon trip. But it's still, I might have been somewhere between five and eight, right? Like, I'm at a young age where I'm still vulnerable, yeah. which, by the way, I am still at 33. And <laughs> I, uh, the whole restaurant is now looking at me. And the the server got someone to go out in the back and bring out what they were calling the cook or the chef. Now, I don't know. And now as an adult, who knows if it was truly some, it could have just been any, could have been a janitor. I don't know. So they brought the person out and the server says something to the effect to the chef is our guest over here wants to ruin your food by putting ketchup ketchup on it. And the chef obviously is reacting, like putting his arms up like, oh my God, you know, I can't believe you want to ruin my food and stuff. So then the server gets all of the, uh, basically the audience here, but all of the restaurant to look at me, continue to look at me. And then he directs them to put two fingers up in the air, like their pointer and their middle finger together. And then do a quick shame, shame, shame point at me on the count of three. And now again, I'm, I may be five or six or seven. I'm standing right. on this chair the whole restaurant. Clearly. Just want to eat. Just want to eat with my ketchup. Bit of ketchup. And uh, the entire restaurant is shame, shame. Shame. Yeah. Well, luckily, those of you who are Game of Thrones fans, this happened before that one particular notable scene when the when what's her face yeah. Cer- Cersei was walking around naked as they were screaming shame shame shame. So probably wouldn't have yeah. done that in uh in Whispering Canyon Cafe. And I have never forgotten it. And I probably should be seeing a therapist for it. And Billy oh, Disney. Oh, like, could you imagine if they like the, they could not do that today? No, like, could you imagine that would if they never that there would be a lawsuit? No, that That's server would never part. work again. Nope. No. Nope. There would be a complete lawsuit. And anyone who didn't shut it down would have been in trouble. Like just yeah. walk over and, yeah. and just stop it. No. Oh my gosh. My the gosh. world we live in. Could you? I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it I, is like, oh man, I'm so sorry because clearly that scarred you for life. I guess so. But now, if, as an adult, I think about it like, man, I wish someone had recorded that because I would love to see the face. First of all, I would love to see what I looked like. Because I can't imagine that I was sitting there like beaming. You know, I'm sure I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. And I would love to see the facial expressions of my family and, and like specifically my right. parents who oh, yeah. I I want to know if they were agreeing with it or not. Like if right. they thought I it was a good idea. Like, still toughen them up. Yeah, finally. <laughs> finally. Yeah. And it, by the way, it never happened. Uh, never toughened right. up. Right. It never toughened you up. You just married Nicole. She toughened you up. She probably does. Yeah. She probably does. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. So I don't really have like any other story stories, but – um. I just, one thing I want to mention is like, sometimes it's magical when you get on certain rides and Mm -hmm. you're with the right people for that, like certain experience. Yes. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but, um, and we actually had two of these, our last trip. So we, um, you know, we were there for the preview of galaxy's edge and we did the millennium Falcon ride once. And it was like, Doug, (laughs) Doug was getting annoyed because it was like the people that are on with us are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And that's annoying. And so the second time we went, we were with a family of four. So it was like a mom and dad. And then they had like a girl, a girl and a boy who are probably like in like high school or something. And it was so much fun because we were laughing the whole time about how they were interacting with each other. 
because they're all screaming and yelling at each other, like trying to, cause they're all doing different jobs on the, on the ride. So we were laughing because we were just sitting in the back as part of it, but it just made the whole experience so much more fun because we were like laughing at them and how they were like, we're kind of getting in on it with them. Yeah. It was fun. And you just have that. And then literally right after that, we ended up going over to tower of terror and, um, rock and roller coaster, but we got on tower of terror and sometimes, you know, there's a lot of people on that ride. So when you're sitting in there, there's like, there's what, like 12 to 15 people on that. I think there might be more. I think it's more than 20, but there's a bunch. There are a bunch. Yeah. And it was just one of those times where like everybody was, you could just tell every Mm -hmm. person on there was like having a good time and we were all screaming and yelling and, (laughs) And we got to like the the point where it's like you think it's over, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that was it, and then they take you back up for another one. Yes, like they like they were chanting. They're like, one more drop, <laughs> one more drop, and we just were like, that was so much fun. Like those are the times that you really love doing those rides yes. because you're just on it with the right amount of like with the people, and everybody's having a good time, and you can just feel it. And so I was like, I kind of liken that to when you go to a movie and it's really good. And at the end of the movie, everybody's clapping Yes. or like everywhere. Like I told you the story about how, when I went to see the mask in theaters and when the dog jumped up to give the keys to him, when he was in jail, like everyone in the theater started <laughs> clapping. It's just like one of those moments where we're like, we're all in agreement that this is awesome. And this is so much fun. Yes. Yeah. And so and those are the times that you like really remember the certain rides and stuff. Cause you're like, that was just so fun. Yeah. And you can't recreate that. Right. I mean, like think about oh. that. Cause when I, when I think about why, or when people ask me like, what makes you continue to go back to Disney? Like what about it? Yeah. And it's those things. And you know, you, maybe you can't always anticipate that or wait for it, but when moments like that happen, it's the best. Cause you can go yeah. on a ride a million times and it's old. Right. And then a moment right. like that kind of reinvigorates it and makes it like a yeah. new experience for you. It's almost like you're chasing that now. It's yes. like, Hey, let's, let's see what kind of crowd we get on this one. Um, and it's really fun when you have a big, like I remember when we went in middle school uh, for, it was like a chorus trip. And so we were pretty much filling up most of that ride that time. So it's fun. Cause you're, you know, everybody that's in the thing in the elevator with you, like just yes. things like that. When you know, everybody that's like in your crowd, yeah. and we're all having a great time. Especially so. if you know, you're going to get a, like on tower of terror, you get a great photo. If it's, if you know, most yeah. of the people on the ride, it's going to be an awesome photo no matter what. Yeah. Cause it's a bunch of people, you know, Exactly. Like, um, I think I still have the picture from then we did. I did buy the picture on that trip on our middle school trip. And yeah. it's like, everyone looks ridiculous. Like somebody <laughs> brought props pretty much. So like half of us are wearing props. One of my friends, we still tease into this day because it was when they like first kind of would stop. They would stop you sometimes. Yes. It would be pitch black dark. And he like is freaking out. He's like, someone turned their watch light on. Like, this isn't right. I think it's broken. And we were like, you need to calm down. So just fun stuff like that. Do you remember? Their watch light. Yeah, we still teach them literally today. We're like, are you scared? Do I need to turn my watch on? <laughs> just thinking about how I used to have a watch that had a light, like a digital watch. This is before like smart watches, yeah, it's just a sharp like watch. a little like a like, like a teal. At least mine was always like yeah. a teal glow. You would press a button so you could actually yeah, exactly. see. My it's God. your uh, your shark or what's the other one? Freestyle, your freestyle watch. I don't remember. I don't know if I know the name the, of them. The Velcro. Um, I had a Casio calculator watch, I think. I don't know. So uh yeah, you did. <laughs> um, I, I actually, I don't think that it, but I was always, which, what's worse than having one is being jealous of people who do, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was jealous. Um, I have <laughs> one story left that I know for sure I've never told on any podcast, whether I was a co-host or a guest or any blog related thing ever. This yeah. was March 18th, 2014. Yes, I remember the date because was, this was an important day in my life. And it was, by the way, just a spoiler, this is a good thing. This is not the peanut butter pie is dead thing, right? 
Wait, was um, this the first time you ever had peanut butter pie? <laughs> no, no, no. This is, I'm not even sure if the peanut butter pie existed at this particular time that I was with Nicole, but Nicole wasn't with me. Like we were, we were dating, yeah. but she wasn't with me on this trip. And uh, we were engaged at this point, but it was a family trip that I had gone with my immediate family and Nicole wasn't, wasn't with me. And uh, it was family that you're, that you were avoiding. <laughs> so, no, not different. No, the family that I like. So uh, this is just my, like my, I was just with my mom and my sister at this point. And yeah. um, it was super crowded in the Magic Kingdom, which is one of those days, you know, like if you go there on a certain day, just for wh whatever reason, there's more people than usual. All the lines on the rides are just like backed up. You go yeah. to get food. And if you happen to go at a time of day when it's like a common food time, like typically if we're going to go for lunch, we go at like 11 o'clock. Right, typically right. people are going 12, 1, 2-ish, maybe especially between 12 you and 1. Eat at weird times. We've talked about that before. Yes. So I, I don't know what time we went at this particular time, but my mom and my sister and I went to Casey's Corner, obviously, down, you know, down Main Street, and we ordered our food, and we're just sitting, like, we have our trays in our hand, and we're trying to, like, find a spot to sit inside, which, as you know, there's a very limited number yeah. of tables there's on like the inside. There's people that can sit in there. Yes, yeah, so there's not a lot of space, and I just, and this is March, but I just remember being hot that day, not, like, completely summer hot, but, like, we don't want to eat yeah. outside. Like, we, let's yeah. just try to, we'll, we'll wait, we'll wait a little bit. So we spot a family who is getting up, you know, like you can tell, like they're wrapping up, they're taking their last bites of their food. They're like putting all their garbage under one tray. That's, that's like the, yeah. all the signs that, you know, they're about to vacate their table. So my mom straight up from the Bronx is hovering. Like she's not even like kind of politely. She's like right next to them, like waiting. Yeah. Um, and they're finally, the family's like finally getting up and like, oh, perfect. Cause like, I don't like to be aggressive or confrontational when it comes yeah. to like, I'm always like, oh, is it okay if we sit after you? Like, it's so like, um, yeah. Clearly, it wasn't toughened up from the Whispering Canyon Cafe. And um, as they're getting up, my mom is like putting her tray of food down on the table. The table's not clear. And someone from the other side is doing the same thing. So uh -huh. we didn't see this person hovering, and this person didn't see us hovering for whatever right. reason. I mean, it was pretty crowded in there. Um, so my mom's like, we were waiting for this table. And you know, she did the for sure, like a little bit of like shoulder move and that one yeah. finger in the air the neck, and like the, the little neck. head jerk thing. Yeah, she's a little bit of, yeah. The full, full, like she found her Bronx dial and turned it way up for this person. <laughs> I'm kind of scared of your mom at this point. And um, the other person was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I look up and it's Tina Fey. <gasps> and I'm like, Mom, Shut your mouth. Mom, Shut mom. your mouth. Like, mom, you don't even understand who that is. And by the way, this is at like a time in my life. This is back, I don't know if 30 Rock was still on, but like I'm a huge fan, right? Like I'm oh I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Tina Fey. I'm like, mom, yeah. you don't you don't even know what you just did, mom. Yeah. Like, mom, get her back here, like with whatever she wants. I'll chew her food for her and spit it out in her mouth. Like whatever she whatever she wants, I'm doing it. It's happening. So um my mom like doesn't understand what's happening. Do you ever have you yeah. seen Austin Powers? Oh, yeah. So the scene where, like, uh, uh, Austin Bowers is dancing and the fembots' heads are exploding? Yeah. That's me yes. right now, like, at when I'm seeing <laughs> Tina Fey. So uh, Tina Fey, like, does – she's very nice. She, like, walks over does her own thing. And I'm like, Mom, like, Saturday Night Live, she's like, oh, I don't really watch it. I'm like, oh, Mom, like, 30 Rock, no. She's, she's like, I know what it is. I just have never seen it. I'm Which, like, Mom. Like, I mean, who was with her? Uh, just at that moment, nobody. Right. Okay. So, okay. um, so now I'm like looking around the restaurant, like trying to find yeah. her, see where she sat. So I, I found out she was there with her husband, Jeff Richmond, okay. and their kids, whose names I can't remember right now. Um, I want to say one of them is Penelope, and uh, the, she was there with a the tour guide. Obviously, they were getting walked around. I think yeah. this is when the yeah. the Muppets movie came out because she was in like one of the newer okay. Muppet movies. If you know what I'm talking about. Um, so now I'm I'm obviously not caring about I don't even know what I ate that day because I'm not eating at this point. I'm literally right. just looking around the room trying to find T Fay. I can't 
my mom just bowed up to Tina Fey. <laughs> yes, I can't. I can't believe it. I'm like, mommy, I can't believe you insulted a hero. So, um, where I'm. Like, I always think of that episode in The Office where Michael thinks it's Tina Fey, but yes. it's not, and this is Conan. <laughs> yes, he's looking at the camera, talking about how he missed Tina Fey, and Conan walks by yeah. um, after he ate in his favorite New York City pizza place, yes. Sbarro's. Sbarro's. Um, but anyway, so I'm now looking around. I'm like barely eating. I'm trying to explain to my mom why this is such a big deal for me. And um, something that I she didn't know was I had a professor in college who had either her cousin, her best friend or whatever, worked as an intern at the NBC at 30 Rock at the NBC building in New York City. And she promised that I could go one day and meet it and like meet these people. And yeah. I had never gotten the opportunity. So this is maybe the universe giving me a little like, hey, now. Yeah. So we're in the restaurant. Um, like, okay, like, I, 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 should I talk to her? Shouldn't I? Like, I don't want to bother. Literally, no one's bothering her, right? Because she's, like, right. in incognito mode. Yeah. She has her mom, like, cargo-colored shorts on. Yeah, she has a little light yeah. sweater on, even though it was hot. So, um, at this point, she is, uh, and this is probably one of the reasons why I love her. I, we, my mom and I both go up to get condiments. And my mom is, like, you know, getting whatever at the little counter there. And then Tina Fey walks over, is now standing next to my mom, who, again, doesn't recognize her, right? Like, still doesn't even know. <laughs> like, no, um, get it together. And at the time, this is when Casey's had the liquid cheese. And this is, again, why I like Tina Fey. She's there slurping her liquid cheese and her big hot, big, like, chili cheese hot dog thing. I'm like, oh, yes, uh, relatable. Um, and I took a photo of my mom standing next to Tina Fey, completely oblivious. And my mom, I'm going to post this photo a couple of days yeah. after this episode releases so people can see it. And my mom is I'm like, did you use the flash? <laughs> no. And my mom is in straight up mom gear. She's got her jean yeah. capris on, her all white Reeboks. And she's got Can't like wait. her crossbody bag and like an oversized sweater thing because the air conditioning must have been blowing in this restaurant. And there's Tina Fey like, you know, putting her condiments on her thing. And they have no idea. Like, Tina Fey doesn't know that's my mom because why would she? Right. And my mom doesn't know that that's Tina Fey. So then my mom leaves. And I'm like, okay, here's my moment. I'm going to walk up to her. And I'm going to try not to be creepy. And I just yeah. want to – I just I thought, like, of all of the times in my life, I would feel so stupid if I didn't have if an opportunity did. to be like, hey, I'm a huge fan. Like, whatever. So, by the way, would you go up to somebody or would you leave them alone? And this – so listen – yeah, it depends on who it is. So this is like someone I really like. This is probably top three of celebrities I'd want to meet in my life. Steve Carell is probably number one, and then Tina Fey is probably number two. I don't know who I've the number thought, third I've is. I've always thought about it like how would I approach them, but I feel like – I don't know. I feel like I would always just want to be like, oh, my gosh, hey, like what, what are you guys doing here? Are you all having a good time? Like just yeah. talk to them like normal people and not like, oh, my God, it's Tina Fey. Can I get a photo? Like yes. it's – I feel like that's how I would want to be approached is just like, oh, hey, like I know who you are. You don't know who I am, but like yes. you're having a good time, you know, so, whatever. That was maybe like a small portion of my approach. The rest of it was just me like arms in the air like Kermit, right? So, um, by the way, the third the, the third celebrity I'd want to meet. Now and it's making me laugh. So, <laughs> the Muppet arms yes. when they're going, ah! Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, okay, oh Tina and I are going to be best friends after this conversation. So she's still at the counter. She's like putting her, yeah. she's like, you know, getting her packets of ketchup together. She's like grabbing her napkins, the things that you do as you're preparing to bring yeah. your tray back to your table. So I walk up to her and I, I'm on her left and I was like, I got, I wish I, I wish I remembered exactly what I said, but somebody's effective. I know you don't know me, but, and by the way, she doesn't look at me. She does like side eye. Cause she's like, yeah. is this guy talking yeah. to me? I'm like, yeah. I know you don't know me, but I just, I just want to say I'm a huge fan 
and and thank you. And like I walk away and I was like, oh my God, I just talked to Tina Fey. Oh my God, oh my God. Um, and I don't even know, like I don't- You she, walk away with your arms failing. Yeah, failing. and that was it. And like, I was so nervous. I sat back down. I'm like fanning myself now. I'm like letting air out of my shirt yeah. out of the top of it. And I could, I just was sweating the whole time. And yeah. then I, I don't even, I, I, I always wonder, like, did she, like, did she talk about that moment with people? Like, not as like, a, like, oh, I met a like a nice little boy. Right. Boy, I was, she I don't know, I was has twenty. A lot something. of those types of moments where people are just saying random things to her. Yes, and I was. This was twenty fourteen, so I was twenty eight. So it's not like I was right. a teenager. Well, it's also like the, <laughs> I'm also like, what if it's? Have you ever like seen a celebrity and you like don't know exactly who they are, but you're like do we know each other? Like, yes. do I know? You? Like, where do I know you from? Because, you know, you see people sometimes and you're like, they just look really familiar. Do I know them? And then it's like, you realize that they're a celebrity. <laughs> yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. And I, like I, <laughs> I, I just watched her go back to her table and she went back down with her husband, Jeff, the loser. And yeah. just kidding. No, he's, he's, not gonna ask me. he's very short though. But anyway, so yeah. uh, I just was like, man, like what a day, what a day. So this yeah. is March 18th, 2014. So then I remember on March 19th, 2015 i remember posting to facebook back when i was using it um because march 19th was the, the day that nicole and i got married and mm. i wrote something to the effect of like one year ago i had the complete <laughs> pleasure of running into <laughs> tina fey and i don't want the wedding today to overshadow yeah. my memory of that <laughs> that's awesome so now we, cel we celebrate today. on march 18th every year the day that's that i met tina fey I want to thank you for saving that as your last story because <laughs> that's way cooler than any of the stories <laughs> yeah. I had. Well, in Disneyland, I know people run into celebrities more because it's California. Oh, yeah. So like I get it, but I feel like it's less common in Disney yeah. World. So I was obviously like I've always secretly wanted to be a part of when a celebrity is secretly mm -hmm. in a ride. So I just accidentally oh, played sorry. it. Were you about to like tell me stories here? No, but now I want to play it out. I just accidentally played that sound and I saw No, but like I've never, you know, when it happens randomly, it's like, oh, well, Johnny Depp's actually at the Pirates of the Caribbean yes. today. Or like where um, Whoopi Goldberg was doing Haunted Mansion, like stuff like that. It's yeah. like, I always wanted to like secretly be a part of that. If you want that, your best opportunity for that is during the Candlelight Processional season because people like Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Neil Patrick Harris are going to be in town for that. Right. That makes sense. That would make sense. Yes. So anyway, that was Disney Potpourri. Hopefully you enjoyed. And as we continue to collect more stories, I'm hoping to bring this back later on when I've got other rando things to talk about. Yeah, um, sometimes so, you just got to get your random stories out. Well, now I'm going to be paying more attention and I'll have to write things down. Write things down. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but now I guess for some normal stuff, we can chat about some news. There's nuggets. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. News nugs. News nugs. Okay. I have a few things to talk about. One, this was, it's kind of a nug. It's not really news, I guess. Um, I, but I don't know if you know they did this. So this was a Wildlife Wednesday. I guess they do Wildlife Wednesdays on the Disney Parks blog. Um, and it was just labeled like playing with pumpkins. And I saw some pictures and was like, what is this? So I did not realize this. But on the week of Halloween, the animal care team at the um, at Animal Kingdom, they'll take pumpkins and they do different things with them. So they'll decorate them. They'll kind of get creative. Sometimes they'll put like bugs and stuff and seasonings mm. on them. Um, and they just let animals all over the park play with them. So like some of, some of the animals will eat them. Some of they're like, sometimes they'll just kind of roll them around and sometimes they'll smash them. Wow. And so I was like, I did not know this was a thing. And how cool is that? Yeah. So they just like have pictures of them all over the park. Cause they, they call it an enrichment experience. So mm -hmm. they say it's an enrichment thing for the animals. 
because some will eat them and some will just play with them. Um, but they say that this is done in different animal environments throughout the park. So I was curious if you had ever seen this because I, I was like, this is so cool that they do this. No, I have, I have not seen that before. And I just think that's a cool extra thing that they do. Um, most of the pictures I think were like monkeys and stuff um, <laughs> with them, which because I mean, I guess it would be funny to see kind of what they do with them. Yeah. Uh, but I just thought that was a neat kind of extra thing that they do during this time of year. Uh, this is via Disney Parks blog. The mm -hmm. Villains After Hours events are coming back in 2020. <laughs> it's confirmed by Disney. It's TMZ con confirmed. Uh, TMZ. They're coming, coming back to Disney. This time around, there'll be 24 events happening over select nights between February 7th and July 10th. They say yeah, it's... How many they did the last time? Um, I don't know the number, but they're, well, I guess 10, because they're saying this is 14 more than that same oh, okay. period okay. last year. Okay. Uh, prices went up a little bit. Of course. Well, I mean, it's that's typical in general, but as things become more popular, you know how it yeah. is. Just like we think the uh, not-so-scary Halloween party season pass is going to increase, I'm sure. Because yeah. last year, it was the first time they did these villains after hours. They've been doing the after hours, but the villains, uh, like layover, yeah. if you will. Uh, layover, well, what's the word I'm looking for? Overlay, not layover. This was not a flight. The overlay for the villains thing. Um, it's layaway. <laughs> it's a layaway. I'm actually excited about this because Doug and I talked about how this would be a really cool thing to do. We've, I mean, we've heard good things about it. Everybody that we've talked to that's done it has said that they loved it. The only downfall was just it was so hot. Yes. So I'm excited that they're offering this as early as February because obviously it's a lot cooler in February. So. Yeah. So February to July, uh, advanced yeah. tickets, so t purchasing the tickets before you go, are 145 per person plus tax. Which day are on of, sale now. <laughs> yeah, day of is 155 plus tax. So you save money by purchasing before you're in the park that day, or maybe the day before, let's say. Uh, there are some discounts available for annual pass holders and Disney Vacation Club members. You get a $30 discount, so it'd be down to if, uh, an advanced ticket would be 115 plus tax. I believe that's more. Um, I'm pretty sure it was either 99 or 105 yeah, for an annual pass. I think it was 99. Um, regardless of what the time, st well, I should say regardless, you can get into the park as early as 7 p.m. So these are after hours. So let's say the park closes at 9. You'd be able to get in a little early for your ticket. Um, you don't get to participate in the villains after hours specific activities, but you'd be there in the park. Kind of like how you go into the park for the Halloween party, Christmas party, a couple hours ahead. Right, so you're in right. there when the party starts. You don't have yeah. to arrive at at that time so they're back yeah. and they're they were popular this villains the villains yeah. after hours events that is something that i would actually like to do if we had the extra money to do it um okay so when you're listening to this podcast this will already have been, happened but this weekend is the run disney um they celebrate they're celebrating their 10th annual uh disney wine and dine half marathon weekend so um, if you are a runner and you love this, I thought this was cool that they're celebrating their 10 years. I wanted to go over, they kind of listed like their top 10, um, like moments. And so I just wanted to kind of read through a couple of these cause I thought they were kind of cool. So 2010 was when the half marathon began on Saturday, October 2nd, um, 2010. But at the time it was the first run Disney event held at night and it was the first to involve a relay option. Hmm. That's kind of something cool. Um, 2010 to 12, uh, let's see some of these names I may botch, but it was Anton Van Zyl is one of two people in run Disney race history to win three consecutive half marathons. Mm -hmm. Won the first three Disney wine and dine half marathons in 2010, 11 and 12. And it also made him the only male to have won the race more than once. Wow. So it sounds like they've got some superstars for this one. Yeah. Um, 2014, Chris Sorek became the youngest participant to win the half marathon at 21 years of age. 
2016 was the first time in event history that the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon started in the morning. So normally it was done at night, so this one started in the morning. Um, also in 2016, they began serving up new flavors, um, it says, sorry, expanding to a four-day event that included additions of the 10K race and a new challenge event, which was Lumiere's two-course challenge. Oh, two-course challenge. That, you get it? Yeah. Um, and then, so there's a lot in 16. Also in 16, J Jason Simpson from Boulder, Colorado, set the half marathon course record with a time of one hour, 10 minutes, and 24 seconds. Hmm. Uh, Walter Beckman, the determined blind runner from Pensacola, completed Lumiere's challenge and is returning this returning this weekend for the race. So I thought that was cool. And then in 2017, a Brazilian runner named Giovanna, I want to say it's Martins, maybe, maybe Martins, but I want to say it's probably pronounced Martins. Who knows? Um, made history as the first woman to be the overall winner of the Run Disney Half Marathon race at mm. one hour, and minutes and 22 seconds. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and then also in 2017, participants had the chance to run through Pandora, the world of Avatar, for the first time, um, but with both the 5K and half marathon courses. And then the last one that they had was also in 2017, for the first time in event history, Run Disney used the cast of the Adventurers Club, both on course and during the post-race party. So I guess nothing really fun happened in 18. Yeah, they <laughs> but gave up. Yeah, maybe some fun things will happen um, this weekend for the marathon. But I thought, you know, some of those things are fun if you're a runner. I'm just not a runner. I think that I was scarred for life because I played team sports my entire life and I hated conditioning. So just not, not into. Now, I have always wanted to do one of these weekends and just do a walking. Yeah. Uh, be a walker. Because um, I've heard good things about it. But I know Jen Drennan is um, a seasoned vet to these. So. Yes. And uh, shout out to Colleen, who's participating in the wine yeah. and dine. Yeah. And we'll see this her. Weekend. Yeah, we'll see her. Um, we won't be seeing her run, but we'll see her while she's here on her trip. Um, yeah, it's the Run Disney events are a little expensive, but it's a really unique yeah. way to experience the park. Usually, well, not usually. It's very early in the morning. It's like yeah. five, six in yeah. the morning, something like that. Um, I think you got one more news story, right? Yeah, I do have one more, and that is that Star Tours is getting new destinations. Mm. So um, they shared this week that on December 20th, which is the same day that the new Star Wars film, uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, launches, Star Tours um, will be adding new destinations inspired by the latest episode. So in his original post, they said, this is all from the Disney Parks blog, Tom Fitzgerald shared that in the trailers for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, um, he says, you catch a glimpse of the ocean moon, Kefbur. Kefper, Kefper, I don't know how you say it. Red will probably be like, way to go, Beth, you botched it. Yeah. Um, he said that star speeders will be heading there soon. So I guess I guess that's going to be one of the new destinations mm -hmm. for Star Tours. Um, but yeah, that'll be starting on December 20th. Dude, I, I, they have like, what is it, like 30 different? Something, yeah, the one I just, I just went on it the other day, and I, that was a new one for me. So it's nice to be yeah. able to go on a ride and continue to get new experiences out of it. Yeah. They're like updating it and kind of keeping it in track with the rest of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. I mean, I remember when they added the scene to include Batu as like the destination of the ride of Star right, Tours right. to like continue to integrate the land into the park, yeah. which was kind of a cool thing. Yeah. It's nice that they're kind of keeping it up. And that's uh, all I got. That's all you got. So that leads us to a little bit of history over. What uh, you got? What I got is in 1990, so 29 years ago, Disney's Yacht Club Resort opened up. The sister, or the brother, who cares, of, uh, of the Beach Club. 
Five stories, 630 rooms, and it remains to be the one, well, one of two resorts at Disney that I haven't stayed at yet. Oh, wow. I know. I guess not. Been around the Disney block a little bit. Luckily, I mean, I'm fortunate enough. This most of them happened before I moved here. They're just from vacationing and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so actually, since moving here, the only one we've added onto our list of a place we stayed was the Fort Wilderness. Everything else we've been at, except okay. for Art of Animation and Yakko, those are the two we uh, right. we haven't gotten haven't to yet. Good deal. Uh, well, mine is stemming from 1998, which was when the newest attraction, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, officially opened in Magic Kingdom. Um, at that point, there were only two story, uh, two Toy Story films, um, and that kind of led to the creation of that, which obviously we know it's housed in the pavilion, which was formerly home to If You Had Wings, If You Could Fly, Delta Dream Flight, and Take Flight. I think oh. in one of our previous episodes, uh, we talked about the tunnel that used to be. Yes. I feel like they need to upgrade that tunnel, but that's like what reminds me. That's like the one part of the ride that I'm like, oh yeah, this used to be this ride. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, 1998 that opened. Yeah. I don't. It's weird. I don't necessarily think of Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin as a new ride, but like a yeah. little bit because it's not classic Tomorrowland for me. And I'm sure there are people oh, listening to this who yeah. grew up with that as their ride, but for me, it well, was they not. Still have, they still have Buzz Lightyear over there, and yeah. so. I don't know. It was interesting because with the creation of Toy Story Land, it was always like, were they going to get rid of this? Are they going to put something else over here? Because, but I guess it's the only like Toy Story thing within Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Now that you mentioned it, yeah. Yeah. Um, We do have our, so at the end of this episode, I'm going to play the little clip of the interview I did with Chase of the Disney Clemens. You may remember them from, they've been on two episodes so far. So this will be technically a third appearance for, for one of the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do follow them at Disney Kremlins, you saw that Chase proposed to his now fiance mm-hmm. over in Epcot. Um, I would recommend you just going out to their page and looking at their video before you hear the interview because we talk a little bit about what that moment was like for them. Yeah. Um, of course, if you like what you heard today, feel free to leave us a review over on iTunes or whatever podcast player or platform you're using. Um, if you want to support us, you can find us on Patreon there. We do offer some exclusive posts and content for our patrons. And we all also have a welcome package where you get some swag that you can't buy. And there's some swag. good stuff. There's some good stuff. Yeah. And I try, I try as best I can to either customize it or throw in some random things from around the yeah. parks that you may not be, you might not be expecting to receive when you uh, first sign up on Patreon. Uh, and of course, uh, follow us on Instagram at that park life podcast. You can find me at lost princess printing. And I'm at NRG Adventures. And by the way, again, if you're new, the NRG is for Nicole, Reba, and Greg, our little family over here. <laughs> NRG Adventures. And uh, make sure you're paying attention because we'll be in the parks. Well, probably more a little bit than me since I still have to work. But this coming week or this week that this uh, episode is airing or releasing, Beth's in the parks. So keep an eye on her Instagram, the Lost Princess Printing, and of course that Parklet podcast. And uh, especially um you'll you'll see you'll see we'll be up to we'll be up to some things i'm sure in the parks (laughs) all right and we leave you with a little word a couple of words from chase and sasha having just proposed uh to what and now we leave you with my little interview i did in the park at animal kingdom with chase and sasha but that's all you're going to get from us so goodbye everybody thanks for listening bye we're here in disney's animal kingdom with both of the disney kremlins and there are significant others, but one of them, Chase, just recently proposed. How are you guys feeling about it? <laughs> no, Chase, Chase is already not on board. 
So, um, you know, I, I reposted your engagement post. So we got some questions from some listeners. And by that, I mean Greg made up some questions for you. They may or may not be appropriate. Okay. But I don't think I don't think you'd expect anything else. Right. So Chase, we all know it's public knowledge that you're currently paying Sasha to be with you. So I need to know since you've leveled up, you're at your next level. Just need to know if the uh, if the pay increase is proportionate. Oh, definitely. I have definitely upped the price. Yes. <laughs> 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 up to a thousand dollars a week. <laughs> um, I was talking to Cody yesterday about things that might not have run through your mind on the day of the proposal. Mm -hmm which is uh, including but not limited to what her nails looked like because you know she's going to want to take, oh, see they're done. Okay, I'm asking. So then the other thing was like, Sasha, he happened to propose to you when he had his man bun in. So question, are you a fan of the man bun? Um, uh, <laughs> no, not really. Not a fan of the man bun. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, I wonder, I wonder. That's honestly why I didn't wear a hat, just okay. to, you know, make it a little spiteful. <laughs> And then, Chase, the most important question leading up to the proposal, were you nervous? Yes. I was shaking the whole time. So badly. And she noticed that I was shaking, so I was like, uh. So instead of like having like a conversation, like on the ground, I was just like, can you marry me? Or will you marry me? Can, can you marry me? Are you physically able to yeah. marry me? Um, I should have been more specific with the question. Were you nervous she would say no? Yes. Okay. That's good. Like leading up, so proposed at like 4 30 uh -huh. and i've got so the whole day i was just like she's just been she's mad at me and she's just been leading me on for nine months just so she can embarrass me at disney in front of my whole family that's what was going in my head it's legit because you know you may never feel this pressure but like there's a lot riding on one moment so he probably has planned this for a little bit of time he's got the ring on him he had to pack the ring in his whatever on the flight here and this whole time i know this from experience too i've only proposed once but it, that one stuck so i should have to do that again there's a lot of pressure going into that. So I'm glad it worked out. I saw the video, and it was, you, I'm sure you went back and watched the video, Sasha. Yeah, 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 so of like him taking out the box with the ring and then yeah. had to put it back in his pocket because like <laughs> someone interrupted the flow. It's a lot of pressure on one moment. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for chatting about it. Yeah. All right, bye everyone. Bye.